Hi there, I'm Tony Reese, and welcome to another episode of Humanize Profit. As always, I am joined by Craig Poole, president of Reading Hospitality Management, and we are sitting in this beautiful lounge area of the Doubletree by Hilton Reading in one of my favorite booths. And uh, so if your listeners are hearing a little background noise, that's a good thing. Good morning, Tony. And good morning, everybody else. <laughs> All right. So in previous episodes, uh, Craig, we have talked about, we've told stories about humanized profit and, and you've given us great frames of reference. But today we're going to talk about specifics and the specific of performance management and how that still applies to humanizing profit dealing with performance management. So give us well, give us the idea here. Well, thank, thank you. A lot of conversations that we have are very current because mm-hmm. I think that's that's real time and I, I'd like the podcast to be about really what's happening here and why are we making a profit, why, why is our culture working, but also what's great about it and what's bad about it. Why do we, what happens when you have this great culture and you work on humanizing profit? Well, one thing is it has to be humanized. And the second thing is you need to make a profit. And we've been doing well in both of those. And then last month we had a slippage in one of our departments with their profit that they were expected to make. And they uh, actually fell behind last year, which was probably the first time in many, many years that I fell behind a, a record. So it's upsetting. I didn't want to be, when you humanize profit, I don't want to react in a negative way. I don't want to go beat people up and hurt them and but I do need a serious coaching at that point and I thought well how am I going to humanize this coaching because it was a significant drop and a loss of control and actually this person ended up and we want this person to do well because in all humanizing profit you want the person that didn't do well why why did that happen what did I do that allow this to happen and how can I bring this person back so we had a couple conversations. I was getting more resistance, excuses of why it's behind, but not data why it was behind. And one of the problems was he didn't have any data. He went to sleep on that also. So it was more pulling up excuses and excuses of why we're behind. And when you do that, you're blaming everything except the real problem. So as we investigated this further, um, because of, there was a drop, Typically, there isn't a drop like this when you're doing what I do for a living. I discovered that his, some of his key members of his staff were very disappointed in the leadership the past month or two. And I thought, okay, this is a result of we're losing contact with the guests. And I said, okay, let's have a meeting. But I'm going to invite, I told him, I said, I want you to invite all your department heads into my office and you. And we're going to bring this up. We're going to talk about this because the people are not happy with your leadership right now and we made a promise when they come here that they will go home happy they'll come into work happy they'll leave here happy they'll come here and learn and they'll leave here learning but for some reason you decided this last month or so to let them go on their own and you're not you're not leading them like we've told them and that they've been used to and it costs us money you jumped out of our culture you you became about you and not all of us. So I brought him in and I said, you're going to be the elephant on the table because your leadership is being questioned. So I have to let everybody know that we're still in charge and we still care. So I'm going to not throw you under the bus, but I'm going to put the truth on the table. These, these people have come to me. They said they're not happy with what you're doing. They're not happy with not being taught more. And I'm going to put that out in front of them. There's no going back to them and saying you shouldn't have said that because we're thankful they said it. Mm -hmm. 
because it's going to make you a better person. So they came in and, and we talked about it. We put him on the table and we went around the room and each person said what they wanted from him, including me, because what I wanted from him was better execution. And if he didn't want to do it, I need to be brought into the reason why he didn't want to do something. He didn't have that right. He told me he's going to do something that he's going to do it. And that's what didn't happen. So we had a meeting. It was a good meeting. I don't know if maybe 10 or 15 people were in the room and they left encouraged. He left being resistant. And I said, look, I am resilient to get to you to where you need to be. My resilience is for you to be successful and to continue the values that we have in the hotel and to continue the promises we made to the people that work here. When you quit resisting and you become resilient to get back to where you belong and back to where you were, we were making more money, then I'll be less, I'll be I won't be resistant to you. I'll be resilient with you. But right now, you're being resistant. And resistance is not success. It's a failure. Because you're resisting not only me, but you're resisting all the people that what they want. Mm -hmm. Because you decided that you don't want this. And you need to communicate that. If you don't want something, I need to know why you don't want something. So you gave him an opportunity to step up and step into the truth that you told? Right. You managed his performance that way. You brought the team as a whole team transaction together. And you explained the difference that he went from resilience to resistance. And you needed him to step back in and be more resilient in order to be successful. Oh, exactly. Okay. That is such a clear execution of your strategy. So what happens if someone just can't bounce back, if they can't get back into being resilient and they can't react to that feedback, uh, to the truth, it, then harder decisions have to be made. Harder decisions. So every job in a hotel, every job in every business affects every job in every business, so you wouldn't have one. So we have called our all of our team together to help him become successful. We called his team together to say, this is a, put, it, put it right in front of everybody, this is where we let you down. We're going to build you up. This is where we believe we can make great improvements and he'll be greatly improved. So it wasn't the prettiest meeting in the world, but the results are, are nice if we get through all this. Mm -hmm. It's really their decisions at some point, but we've surrounded him with help. The same people that are helping him have been in the same situation at some point, you know. So it's he's looking at the same person that he helped once is going to have to help him again. That's why turnovers, less turnovers, so critical because people have been through this and they understand that we're not here to attack somebody and hurt them. We're here to build them up. But they also know that if if it's if resistance becomes a higher end, it's, it's those are silos and we don't work with silos. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's kind of a coach coach change. With we hope change never. We hope the changes that we get better, not worse. But privately, when we met, I said, "You, this was going to go one way. You know, it's not about me. It's about all of us. Mm -hmm. And you have taken it financially. We can't afford to lose money. And they don't want to work in a place where we didn't lose money, but make less. You know, progress isn't going backwards. <laughs> right, right. And I think there's two sides to the coin that you've just, the coin that you described. And one is that, okay, we're going to hold you accountable to your performance, but we're all going to lift you up at the same time. Right. And the other thing I did tell them was I'm not going to change quality because you changed your resistance. I'm not going to change how many people work here because you changed. I'm not going to find the money out of cutting back quality or cutting back services. I'm going to find the money 
because we're going to learn from what we did wrong and we're going to make more money. So at the end of the day, I'll be able to capture this quickly. If I'm, if this works the way I believe it will work, what we went behind, we will catch up even and, w- and we'll be even more successful. So we're using this bad situation to create more success. So profit, performance, resilience, opportunities, freedom, innovation, and transaction is all over this episode. So thank you so much. Thank you, Tony.